I learned the hard way of what to do and what not to do. I, I used to think everyone I was talking to was equal to dollar sign. That's what I associated each conversation with was, oh, well, they're going to pay me X amount of money, right? And that's just the wrong way to do it. And a lot of the, the outbound marketing and a lot of the DMs that you see going around, that you can just get the vibe that's their mindset. And it's a totally wrong way to do it. The old school methods that I was taught of building the relationship and leading with relationship is carried forward in the ethics that I teach in Connected. It is so important to not sell in the private messages. The whole goal is to get someone offline and build a relationship, then begin the sales process. This is the Angles of Latitude podcast, session number 171 with Leadflow King at Connected, Devin Johnson. This is squadron leader confirming hostiles inbound. Prepare for battle. What you're about to hear is the integration of life. Clarity is power. If you live each day as if it was your last, someday you'll most certainly be right. Liberty. We choose to go to the moon. It's happening. And all things geek. Yeah, I'm not sure I know how to answer that. Uh, you got a badass over here. Welcome to the Angles of Latitude podcast. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the show. I'm JC Preston. With me for this session again is Veronica Kieran. If you're new to the show, our goal is to bring you a message from successful entrepreneurs, experts, athletes, and artists so that you too can find and execute your own personal mission and live a lifestyle that's proud of. So welcome to whichever week you're on in this pandemic. In some places of the world, they've gotten through the hardest parts of this thing. So that's pretty awesome. But here in the States, I think we're in week two of the countrywide lockdown. I know in Indiana, we just started the, the mandatory part for the most part. Everything is, it's a ghost town anywhere you go. Um, and really everyone that wasn't being affected quite yet is <laughs> certainly now. On one hand, many businesses are having to close up uh, and or lay employees off. And But on the other hand, the others still have the potential to be rewarded if they can just you know pivot during this uh, rough time. Problem is, sometimes that pivot can be pretty tough if you don't know how to access the new market to find your first few clients. When you do find those those first few, then you have the ability to get the ball really rolling through through ads, online groups, and all that other online stuff. Question is, how do you find those first few clients? And I'd personally suggest through direct marketing. Now, if you're unfamiliar with direct marketing, think of it as a as a process of simply reaching out to those in your your current network and checking interest to see if you can help them with your product or your service or or something that you're you're excited about and for most business owners this is how they start however the number of leads that can be directly marketed to is usually pretty small and i think that's one of the reasons that so many people fail in the direct sales world you know those reps or ivos don't know how to keep growing their network and find new people to sponsor so they're they're stuck with the people they they do know and once that list runs dry, they have to result to talking to people that they, they don't know. So it 
kind of makes sense why people become a little weird when they get into an MLM of some sort. But at the same time, same thing could be said about many traditional business owners. I mean, eventually their network runs dry. What do they do? Well, they take their service and their product, turn around, take it to some social media like uh, LinkedIn or Instagram or Twitter or who knows what. And they'll lead with the service or the product before they even know the person, let alone the problem that they could be helping with. And it kind of makes a lot of people look like they have their foot in their mouth, to be honest with you. So as we'll learn from our chat with Devin today, that's simply not the way that you do it. You have to lead with relationship and a SaaS platform called Connected helps automate that process. More specifically, we'll be discussing how Devin learned the skills of becoming an entrepreneur in the first place, how it occurred to him that he needed software to automate what he was already doing, and what some of the do's and don'ts are when it comes to effective marketing. But before we get into that, I want to give you a little bit of preview of Connected. And as you'll find out in the, the interview, I'm pretty sure you're going to realize that it's 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 really an awesome utility. And instead of copying and pasting an introduction letter to everyone you're going to meet on LinkedIn, you know, it does it all for you. So when I saw what it did for the first time, when he demoed it to me, I was like, that's awesome. And luckily for fans of the show, uh, there's a demo that you can check out today. It's over at democonnected.com slash AOL podcast. Now, if you want a full demo from Devin, feel free to reach out to me personally and I'll get you connected to him. Again, if you want to get your demo of Connected done today, you can go to democonnected.com slash AOL podcast. And again, Connected is spelled K-E-N-N-E-C-T-E-D. All right, before we get into this chat with Devin, remember to subscribe to the show on whichever platform you're listening on. Uh, Also, leave a review on wherever you listen to your podcasts on. Again, that truly does affect the algorithm and helps other people find the show. Also, if you leave a review on Apple Podcasts, I'll be sure to read it in an upcoming session. As always, email us any questions that you have about scaling your mission-based business at heyguysatnewinceptions.com. Again, that's heyguysatnewinceptions.com. Show notes and show note extras of the show can be found at newinceptions.com slash 171. And as always, I'll be on at the end of the show to fill you in on anything we might have missed. Hey everyone, welcome back to the show. This is JC Preston alongside Veronica Kieran. Thank you for joining us for this uh, pretty awesome conversation I think we have in store for you guys today. Uh, Veronica, how are you doing in these uh, COVID-19 infested days? (laughs) We're getting there for sure. I thought it was interesting, you know, how you're saying uh, in Indiana, you have some slightly different reactions and rules and protocols being put into place than what we've got here in California. So it is kind of an interesting time to compare and contrast how um, different regions are reacting. Um, But, you know, but it's, it is a serious thing too. (laughs) Yeah. You guys are on definite lockdown. I mean, we're still practicing the whole social, um, what was the phrase? Social distancing. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, that's, that's the main thing, but people are still I mean, you go out on the roads, it's, it's the traffic's still kind of there. Um, oh, yeah. You I, can drive across Los Angeles right now with no problem. 
<laughs> well, I will say though that being on I seventy here, um, which is one of the main thoroughfares of the country, uh, mm-hmm. there were a ton of uh, of semis out there, a ton. So good. That That's just goes really to show you good. that it's it's still it's still going on. So um, yeah. But uh, you know, one of the things that we're we're I think we're missing out on with this whole pandemic is um, that. You know, it's actually preventing conventional ways of, of business to be done. And luckily, in the last oh, 10 or so years, Internet marketing has really started to uh, to pick up. And, mm-hmm. you know, something to be said about Internet marketing, though, is that I think oftentimes it lacks personal person to person feel like how many times have you know, you get a random message from someone on Facebook, for example, they've just joined an MLM of some sort and they're like, buy my <laughs> thing. Or you, you know, you're looking for a job opportunity or you know, some sort of way of making money or something like this. And I'm not this, you know, you guys know me, I'm not an anti fan of, of MLMs. I just think that there's a better way of doing things, just like you would do an actual business. You're looking for people, you want to, <laughs> you know, qualify them. If you're wanting to bring them in as a downline, you don't want to be like, hey, I got this. I'm in this thing. Taking everybody. Yeah. You know, I'm in this thing. You want to get in with me? No, no, you don't do that. (laughs) And so, you know, there's, there's, there's ways of, of doing marketing in general, um, that are just, they're just common. They're just traditional. And in fact, uh, when it comes to like, uh, events that we're missing out on networking is probably still considered a mainstay of meeting the right people to find and uh, to partner with or or potentially develop into clients. Yeah. And unfortunately, you know, for the rest of this quarter, at least, that's that's not going to be an option anywhere here in the States. You know, so people are going to have to really focus on their ability to get their, their message out there online. And one way of doing that is through direct messaging. Again, you have to do it correctly. And you've you've actually, if you have a LinkedIn account and you kind of use LinkedIn a bit, you'll you probably see a lot more over there than you do on Facebook. In fact, I think one of the reasons you do that is that there are SaaS programs that are out there that automate the entire process of engagement. Unfortunately, the problem is though, is that people who use these tools, oftentimes they just <laughs> cut again to the chase and you're like, uh, yeah, this is definitely coming from some sort of a bot because it's just it's just so generic. It's so vanilla. Uh, however, there is, I think, a, a right way to use these kinds of tools to get really great results. And along with his platform called Connected, our guest Devin Johnson teaches his users how to properly use his platform. Devin, welcome to the show. How you doing, man? Hey, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Uh, doing good. Just in quarantine here, you know, we got kicked out of our commercial office space that we rent uh, due to being uh, um, over that 10 headcount. So uh, everyone mm-hmm. working oh. from home and, um, you know, business is good. You know, we're helping people keep conversations going while they're locked in their houses. Yeah, and you're definitely, I would say, something that people need, especially during this time. And so it's really cool to hear that things are actually looking kind of good for you. Um, and I'm loving what you're doing, but I'm going to just like steal the mic from JC here for a minute because you and I have this in common that we both started being an entrepreneur, um, out of necessity. You know, we, we had to, 
uh, go out in the world and make money. And we didn't have, basically didn't have a choice. It was just go make money or not. <laughs> um, and so I'm really curious. Yeah. Like how, how you stumbled, tell us like this background about how you stumbled into entrepreneurship. Um, and what were those early years like? Uh, we're we're going to take it back to um, just getting out of middle school, about to start my freshman year in high school. And my right sister, now. my sister was diagnosed with um, a really rare form of cancer. And so it impacted the family very significantly, not only financially, because my mom immediately got fired uh, from her career. Um, but wow. uh, my mother was a, a single mother and raised us on her own. And so she was the only source of income. And so um, it, it was quite significant. I remember a couple of weeks into my freshman year of high school, my mother came to me and said, um, look, you get about three months before we're going to have to move into the Riley home, which uh, for, for context, the Riley home is basically a home for families that are going through um, a sickness and it cannot does not have the means to afford to. Uh, keep their house and whatnot, and so basically like a, wow. a glorified, a glorified um, homeless shelter, right? It's a nice version of one. And so um, yeah. I said, I I just could not accept that. Um, my mom managed to keep us in a in a good neighborhood uh, here in the Indianapolis suburbs, known as New Pal, and I really wanted to keep that. You know, I I wanted to keep be able to keep my friends, stay in the area, and and really be involved. And so. Um, that summer, I had bailed hay uh, for my uncle across the street, uh, saved about 400 bucks doing so, and I turned that 400 and, and took it and started reselling shoes. Although I did not have a father in the home, my, my dad obviously was around, um, and one of the things that he, he, taught, he taught me young was shoes were collectible, and I, huh. I, I didn't uh, realize why, you know, I couldn't make sense of why my dad had 400 pairs of sneakers okay literally <laughs> my dad had over 400 pairs of shoes it was ridiculous oh my gosh and, and so uh, and he always told me that they're they're worth money they're they're collectible and um there wow. there's a there's an underground market of reselling premium sneakers like jordan's nike's uh kobe's lebron's and so that's how i even got the the taste of what to do with my 400 bucks but uh, I stood in line. I, I I remember this vividly. My first time stood in line for for almost twenty four hours to get this rare pair of Lebrons, which is the basketball player and Nike and Lebron mm -hmm. collaborated made this really rare sneaker known as what the Lebron. And I had um enough for uh myself to you know grab some lunch and grab a pair of shoes. That that's how much money I had in my pocket was to stand in line get these shoes and uh i've got them uh waited in line got them resold them on the spot for a 200 profit from there like got out people that didn't get them were offering to buy them in the mall right then and there so i sold them for a 200 200 profit i was hooked from there um and slowly but surely over a couple months i figured out how to build relationships with store managers and get these shoes even when the general public would normally have to wait, um, I would I would get the kind of the lowdown on when to grab them and how to grab them. And so long story wow. short, resold shoes and, and helped support my family during a time of need. And that's how I found uh, entrepreneurship was pure need out of uh, 
you know, fear of having to live in pretty much a homeless shelter. That's an Mm. incredible story. And what I love about it too, is that it's kind of old school. Like, even though you came up in an age when, you know, the internet was around at that point and you could have totally used, um, the, the newfangled tools, if you will, you did something that I could hear somebody growing up in the fifties doing, or even in the twenties. Um, and so that's really amazing. I really, I'm like kind of taken aback. That's really, really cool. Um, so, so from there, how did sneakers turn into, um, you know, marketing? Yeah. So, um, went down the path of getting my license through high school, like, like we all did. And, uh, and so with sneak reselling sneakers, it provided uh, a, a community around it, right? I got into mm-hmm. uh, kind of this like uh, underground community that just loves sneakers and everything about it. And so I started junior year when I got my license and was able to purchase a vehicle, I started a trade show. And so um, I rented out a VFW, which is like, if people don't know what a VFW is, it's it's where like veterans go to hang out on the weekends like they eat dinner and yeah. like and then like play cards and like uh you know they just just Probably hang out have a beer yeah yeah so <laughs> i rented out one of those Probably. um it, it could hold about 120 people and so i rented out that that venue rented some tables and let the the underground community that i was attached to i advertised that i was having this one you know come into one spot buy sell trade your sneakers and uh, called it Soul Expo, and so mm-hmm. got into marketing by not even trying to. I, I was market, you know, right. I didn't even have the context and the basics of marketing, nor did I understand really anything. Um, just YouTube my way on on how to get the word out on things with like Instagram, and uh, even did the flyers, and I would attend other events and pass my flyers out in the local area, uh, the local region actually, and so. Um, uh, you know, build a build a solo expo. My last one senior year uh, was held at the Indiana State Fairgrounds. Over four thousand attendees and over one hundred and twenty vendors. Whoa! And so, going growing that trade show, what I would do is I would host the trade show, but what I was doing was drawing in inventory. So the profits I was making from the show, I was taking it literally and going and buying inventory to resell. So I would stock up with with inventory for a quarter, you know, enough for three, four months to go resell and then just have another mm-hmm. event. <laughs> I'd make money off the event. Then I'd make money off the shoes I was buying with the profits from the event during the event. And so mm-hmm. um, I, I just rinsed and repeat that through junior and senior year. Graduated. We had a family friend that was running um, direct marketing offices here in Indianapolis for AT&T. And so he taught me the basics of sales. I went and worked within his office for about two months. Uh, and he, he taught me the, the core basics of how to actually sell and help me understand what to do and how to do business. And I uh, went out and had an idea of starting an advertising company that essentially sold oversized door hangers in the local community. And we'll let them buy a space for a, you know, for the quarter and I, we would distribute them. And so that was my first real business ever um, was selling these glorified door hangers. And I had four quadrants here in Indianapolis 
And I literally walked in business to business, door to door, pitching managers and asking for owners and filled these door awesome. door hangers up. And so um, then I realized that. So you're learning even more old school skills, yeah. which are so, they're so foundational. Like once you understand the concept, sometimes it's hard for people to learn the concept because it's virtual. And so it's like kind of untangible, but you learned it in person doing it. And so I feel like maybe, you know, you cut in line a little bit by learning it this way. Yeah, absolutely. No, it was, it was awesome. Um, I hated going door to door. But I had enough self-discipline just from being in, in a tougher situation as a young kid uh, to know that it was either feast or famine, really. Mm-hmm. I'd get up, I'd drive to, I'd pick like little areas of strip malls and just small businesses and uh, walk in. I'd, I'd pitch between 20 and 30 businesses a day um, and, and successfully wow. filled up that door hanger every quarter for about a year and, and got them distributed successfully. And then I stumbled upon the good old tool LinkedIn, and this is where the journey kind of takes a turn, um, and I started figuring out how to uh, automate that process with a contracted development team. And, uh, you know, about a year later, ConnectIt was born, and uh, I've, I used the same community that I built with the door hangers to give me a foundation around ConnectIt, and um, the rest is kind of history. We're, we're, we're growing rapidly, <laughs> and in helping business owners simplify conversations. Wow. I feel like, all so, right, that's a wrap. That's the podcast. <laughs> oh yeah, I know. Right. Jeez. Wow. Um, so let's kind of break, break that up a little bit. You know, one of the things that we hear so much about in the online entrepreneurial world is this, you know, making, making passive income. And you again, started old school marketing going door to door and I, I figure that at one point you kind of found yourself running out of daylight. You know, you were in the S quadrant and, and what Robert Kiyosaki talks about in the S quadrant is that, you know, businesses tend to own the, the owner, not so much the other way around. Mm-hmm. And so you were just completely, I'm sure like this is, you knew what you were going to be doing from nine to five, nine to six, seven to six, whatever your time frame was. And, you know, in the last 10 years or so, um, again, passive income has become a pretty real phrase, uh, so much so that there are people who only make income through automated or delegated measures. And personally, I know about 25 business owners who do uh, this through SaaS, just like yourself. So tell me how you stumbled and you were doing things on LinkedIn, you were messaging on there. How did it occur to you that, oh, I could make something like Connected to do the things that I'm already doing, but it can be all automated? Uh, I was using LinkedIn manually a whole lot, like I said, and then I started getting retargeting ads on Facebook by um, this company that teaches you how to uh, hire virtual assistants and do the prospecting Mm -hmm. for you. So it was like, automated but very expensive way of doing it and so mm-hmm. i remember I, I hit one of their ads and it was into a vsl funnel right um a pre-recorded webinar of how the whole process worked and it was about 45 minutes and i just wrote notes like crazy i mean i i mean <laughs> everything that they were saying was so good and so valuable 
I mean, it was it was an amazing. Um, their their marketing is is rock solid. Anyways, uh, taking those notes and just my mind just went. I mean, berserk. I mean, I just <laughs> went. I was like, how can I do this? This is crazy because I was having success from LinkedIn. I was getting clients. Like I was getting really good appointments. Like like I was personally, you know, really getting somewhere by using LinkedIn manually, right? And so. Uh, I, I really drew it out on notebook paper of like how this theory could happen. Like understood they were doing with virtual assistants. That was a whole nother day of research, understanding how to even get a virtual assistant. Right. And so um, with the, with the advertising company, with the door hangers, we did build small websites as well. Right. And so we, we had, because it was just something that came up naturally after they would get the door hanger and they would be like, you know, could you help with this or could we help with that? And websites end up being the 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 easy one, the low hanging fruit. And I I had a, a group. Uh, I used a, a company called a Fiverr to find this group, which is a, mm-hmm. a good resource to find, um, you know, outsourced talent. Right. And so right. I, this company I'd worked with had, had built um, about 10 websites with me so far. And. And so I started, you know, going over my idea and my my kind of vision for how this all worked. And they started putting the like, well, you could do this and this is how this could be done with their technical terms. Right. And then so I just had to kind of fact check everything. And it was just mm-hmm. a back and forth process um, with that company that I was using to to build small basic websites at the time. And then uh, I went ahead and. You know, slowly but surely started paying them to build out what is known as Connected Now. And now mm. now that staff uh, works for us full time. That's what I was going to ask, you know, so like, did you, so sometimes um, entrepreneurs will try to bootstrap and so they'll code it themselves, at least at the beginning in order to get an idea of what the ins and outs are like, but so you didn't, you didn't do any of the internal mechanics yourself. You, you drew out the wireframes, you drew out the site map, you knew what it needed to look like and what it needed to do, but then you went straight to the experts instead of, um, some might say wasting your time. Some might say, you know, learning so that you can then instruct, but instead of doing the coding yourself at any stage, you went straight to the experts. Yeah, it, from some people that I trusted, absolutely. Um, which come to find out, they end up being some pretty solid experts in the space, right? Um, but yeah, I I didn't really know any other way to do it other than that, mm-hmm. to be honest with you. Um, and I did have predictable cash flow because those door hangers, um, the cards of the business owners were on file for six month or for three month for quarter agreements, and so I had I had predictable cash flow. So I could take some of that cash flow nice. and assign it, you know, I, I just ate ramen noodles for a while, but, um, <laughs> you know, I was able to, to get kind of connected to where it's at now. Yeah. You could predict the future enough to, to project and make, make a plan. Um, and so, yeah, is, is it the still, still the same team working for you today? Or are they working full time now? It is. It was two of them. We have eight of them now. Oh my gosh. We we have um two full stack developers and then a team that they delegate to. Congratulations. Uh, That's awesome. I appreciate it. See and, and see again this is this is all 
a, an original project. It's it's something that you saw that there was a need for in the market, and you hired the right help to do it. You you know you hired the strength other people's strengths, and you know it's it's not a me too. It's not a copy. It's not a you know HP mm-hmm. looks at Apple and says oh we can do that too, but but not without the why so to speak. So right. uh, one of the things though that I, and I and I love that. But one of the things that noticeably sets what you practice and teach your clients is to use connected in a way that the engagement messages are not super salesy. Uh, you re- use you tend to use real messages that you know people would use when honestly meeting and engaging with people. They meet on not only LinkedIn itself, but actually out in the real world. So let's let's uh, talk about that for a second. You know, what are some of the the do's and don'ts that you see out there? in the wild, so to speak, of marketing and maybe a few that you make sure that your clients do while they're using Connected as their platform. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm I'm going to uh, to really elaborate on this point because I learned the hard way of what to do and what not to do. Okay, so I, I used to think everyone I was talking to was equal to dollar sign. That's what I associated each conversation with was, oh, um, they're going to pay me X amount of money, right? And that's just the wrong way to do it. And a lot of the the outbound marketing and a lot of the DMs that you see going around, you can just get the vibe that's their mindset. And it's the totally wrong way to do it. Um, the, the old school methods that I was taught of building the relationship and leading with relationship is carried forward in the ethics that I teach and connected. It is so important to not sell in the private messages. Um, the whole goal is to get someone offline and build a relationship, then begin the sales process. You're going to build a more profitable, more profitable business, a faster growing business, and you're just going to have an overall better culture of, of customers because you started with mm-hmm. a relationship versus a transaction. If you are leading with transaction like transactional mindset you're just you're in the wrong space wrong mindset to begin with and everything right. is alluding everything you you talk about you know and and facilitate with that individual is just money related and people are sick and tired of that yeah for sure and and people people want to know that you actually care nowadays it, like it, this world has become very sensitive i mean like that's just facts everyone's a little more sensitive and you need people to open up and build and build true relationships with you. And so the messaging that we teach is always about around, you know, hey, thanks for connecting. Let's let's hop on a 10 minute call and see if we could be a good fit for one another to to build a business relationship versus a lot of people just hop in the DM and say, hey, this is what I have to offer. Do you want to buy it? And it's just it's mind blowing that those businesses are even <laughs> growing. I mean, it's, it's yeah, right. Holy cow. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. I can't tell you how many times that I've gotten like messages and I'm just like, okay, I need to, t- I guess I need to put a- another PSA out on LinkedIn and saying, Hey, you know, <laughs> if you're going to do this to me, <laughs> expect not to do- have anything happen. I mean, it's yeah. just, it's just, but uh, the thing is they don't read those messages. Yeah. They're yeah. not going to, the, the, the reason that it's like so transactional and maybe a bot, but may not be is because they're not even looking at your profile. So they're not going to see that message. Like I got a message the other day of somebody who was like, Hey, do you need website support? And I was like, 
If you take one look at my, my profile on LinkedIn, you would know that I used to own a web development company. No, I'm good. <laughs> I promise. This is like the one area I don't need support in. <laughs> and it's glaringly obvious. But so, yeah, it's like nice that you put out the PSA, but I'll bet you they'll never see it. Yeah. It's, um, and so, you know, just like I teach the, the sales team here at Connected is, um, everything we, the way we sell is, is based on emotions and relationships, um, not features and benefits. Mm-hmm. Yes, we have an awesome product. We have the best automation sauce system that you can use right now on the marketplace. But I, I lean on and teach and preach to build the real relationship and solve a real problem, not a feature or a benefit. Let that just be a bonus. And, uh, and that, that's where I have found, uh, our, our company being able to grow as, as fast as it has, you know, two years, um, almost 8,000 users, uh, you know, it's, it's all based around truly caring and, and giving them that personal touch each and every single one of them. And Mm. so, yeah, so that, that's, that's my methodology behind it is, is, uh, relationships over over dollars and and i want it displayed in in everything that we do that's awesome um so i don't know if you're going to be able to answer this question because i feel like you may already have answered it um but if you knew what you know now when you started what would you have done differently um i like that question because uh, I don't necessarily regret anything, so I, I wouldn't do anything different. Actually, I'm I'm glad I went through the lessons that I did. Uh, going forward, uh, just to elaborate a little bit, I would say some of the biggest things I pulled out of my me falling flat on my face is number one, the relationship side that we just touched on. Number two, yeah. uh, leave the ego at the door. Uh, you never know who someone knows or how they can help you, and just because you you're having a little bit of success. There's no reason to act a certain type of way. And uh, I, I definitely yeah. learned the hard way on that. But I, I, I wouldn't do anything differently. I'm, I'm happy for, for the experiences that have helped mold me and form me into the leader that I am today. Hmm. Right on. I mean, yeah, <laughs> truly, <laughs> you're wise. You're very wise already. Um, but you are still quite early in your career. Um, and you've got quite quite a many years left to build your legacy, and so I'm I'm curious, you know, what it all looks like from here, and um, maybe like what's on the horizon. Where do you think, where do you think you're headed? Um, you know, I, I know I'm headed in the direction to impact over one million business owners by the age of thirty. Um, I I know I'm going to hit that goal, uh, not just through the connected platform, but uh, I've got another software on the horizon. This is the first time I've ever, I've ever publicly talked about it, um, but it's called vtiger.com. It's a fully automated CRM that plugs right into our connected. So uh, the CRM automates text message follow-up, email follow-up, and will allow you to, uh, based on certain conversations from your social media platforms, assign them appropriately in your pipeline automatically. Uh, so. Wow. A completely automated CRM. That's the next phase of it. Quarter four, um, we we will be selling it actively um, and, and integrating it right into the connected package as a new user. Um, but that that's the that's the uh, second piece of software. And then um, you know, in moving forward, 
Uh, everything's around simplifying and automating. Everything I'll, I'll I will mm-hmm. do moving forward is about simplifying and automating because in a time of uh, of so much abundance, you you've got to have something that's simple and that you have no questions or doubts in. And I'm going to carry forward that vision and help continue uh, delivering dreams, you know, of these business owners and helping them achieve their goals. I love, I love that. It. that. That is exciting. That <laughs> We're is... both, yeah, like, let's get in on the ground floor. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, I, you know, there's something to be said about, again, you live here in, in Indy, and one of the big things that I'm sure you know about, because I think that you're indir- indirectly no uh, past guest, Jeremy Miller, um, you know, he works with Started Up, and I, based on where you're going and the talents that you've been able to get at such an early age, I mean, you know, I, I can see you not only just helping, you know, more business owners, but inspiring, I think you could say, um, the next generation to to kind of follow follow suit. So, Absolutely. I actually know Jeremy Miller. So our CMO, Elliot Drake, is really good friends with Jeremy. Small world. I, JC always likes to connect people if he can. It's one of his favorite things to do. So I'm not surprised I'm hearing what I'm hearing. Yeah, no, Jer- Jeremy Miller, is a, he's a good dude. And, and uh, I mean, he... You get connected to him. I mean, he can he can definitely be a huge proponent for for what you guys are doing. So that's that's pretty exciting. And and uh, I'll be sure to put his uh, his show in the show notes as as well. So amazing. Yeah. No, he's a he's an extremely talented um, young entrepreneur as well. He's he's doing some awesome things. So as we're as we're uh, wrapping things up a little bit, want to get into the rapid fire question segment. Um, and the first one that I have for you, and I'm just kind of curious, um, as you've gone through this very organic path of being an entrepreneur and not catching necessarily all the buzzwords and all the, the hype that's out there these days, who are your top three influencers or teachers that have actually helped you to get where you're at? Yeah, top three. So number one's going to be Ed Milet. Uh, he, he was the most successful advisor in a company called World Financial Group. Um, front facing, you would think he's just another entrepreneur that that's a, wants to show his jet and 17 white Lambos, but, uh, you start listening to him. Oh my goodness. His content is unbelievable. Uh, so Ed Milet has been a huge influence for me. Uh, Grant Cardone, he was my first individual mm-hmm. that I started listening to. Um, and one of the, the first individuals I, re- I really bought into and, and help and shape me as a leader. Um, number three, I, I love Gary V. Uh, if you see, there's a common trend here uh, as far yeah. as influential <laughs> uh, personalities, people that are direct yeah. and know what yep. they want out of life. And all three of them do yep. a, have done a very good job of achieving that. And all three of them started from bare bones, absolutely nothing. Um, and, mm-hmm. and proud to say this is something I worked really, really hard towards, but Grant Cardone is um, actually a client of Connected. Oh, boom, wow. boom. So it's <laughs> and that that one when that one came surreal, I was like, holy cow. And like I was listening yeah. to it in high school. Now you know. Yeah. Uh what's at least one documentary that you'd recommend people check out? Founder. Um, it's one of my favorites. It, it's it's a true story of 
of someone just trying to figure it out. I mean, the man started off selling milkshake machines. I mean, and then end up finding, uh, creating McDonald's. I mean, that that is a true hustler movie. Love it. Mm. Wow, is that on Netflix? Uh, it used to be. I don't know if it still is. You know, how Netflix is. Take it off. Put it on. Take it off. Put it on. Yeah, the yeah. founder. That's the one with uh, what is it? Michael Keaton, I think. I believe so. I'm not good with actors. I just know it's yeah. a really good yeah. movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, in the last several years, what's something that you've become good at saying no to, and what realiz- realizations? Uh, saying saying no to every opportunity, I think, is the most valuable one. Uh, there's so much noise in this world, and you got to be able to put your energy into what really matters and and what your end vision is. Mm-hmm. And so, saying no to opportunities and saying no to uh, anything and everything that could potentially get you ahead. Uh, so saying mm-hmm. no to to that. Wow. Hmm. Yeah. So you're not Jim Carrey, yes manning anything. <laughs> yeah. No. I'm. <laughs> so my my team here, um, they'll come in with new ideas. I'm like, yeah, no, that's just not. It's not on the path. Nope. <laughs> they have really good yeah. ideas. I mean, they 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 come up with some really cool things. I'm just like, no, that's not. That's not where we're what we need to focus on right now. So one one of the blessings blessings yeah. that I do have is focus. Like. I'm able to focus in on one thing and not um, entertain a lot of outside distractions. Uh, so, like my what Ed Milet taught me this methodology. This is kind of going into a little bit of a rant. I'll be try to be mindful of it, but I think this is really good to to throw into the podcast. Ed Milet teaches uh, three days in one. Uh, that's his methodology of how he's so productive. And so, the the way it breaks down is the way I look at it is six to eight a.m is my day one and that is Devin's time. That's Devin's time to work out, you know, get ready for the day, focus, mm-hmm. plan, prayer. That's how I start every day is, is prayer. Um, and then uh, 8.30 to 6.30, I'm giving it all that I have for my business. That is that is no one's getting in, in between me and the business time. And then, set, you know, 6.30, 7 o'clock to, you know, 10, 10.30 when I'm, when I'm about to lay down, that's time with the wife and and the home time, like time to to be a human, right? The the work never stops, right? But you've got to 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 break this into into blocks, right? And so I've followed mm-hmm. that for the last um, year and a half, and I'm way more productive when I when I put some some blocks like that in in place and follow that routine religiously. Yeah. yeah. And I, and, I, and I think that that could be taught to do remote working right now. So Yeah, that's actually one of the things that is uh in the YouTube video I just created about how to work remote, which I'm going to edit <laughs> after we uh finish up here. Very 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 <laughs> important, very important. Um so this is my favorite question right now. Uh name one thing that costs under $100 that has changed your life. Um this application called Boomerang. Yeah. <laughs> it actually starts off at free, but the paid version is like 12 bucks a month. Um, it allows you to, let's say you you just got off a call with a prospect and you email all over your pricing and like the whole process has started. Well, you can boomerang it to kick back to the top of your inbox if they don't reply in a certain amount of time so that you can stay on top of your leads and your relationships. And so yep. I use that thing like, I mean, religiously. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So you're going to. 
CRM coming up, huh? <laughs> no, no boomerang. I'm gonna let boomerang do their thing. Uh, they've got that space pretty tightened up. Um, but it, it's a really cool feature. It's a really cool asset, and it only plays ball with Gmail. Um, that's one of the things oh, okay. that's a, a little bit of a downfall. So if you're using Outlook, I, I apologize. The last I checked, they don't have it for Outlook. But it is, I mean, it's, it is so good. It's worth getting a Gmail account to start sending your emails out of. That's how awesome it is. Yeah, I agree. Mm. People are, people are always asking me, how do you remember to follow up with me so many times? I'm like, I'm just that good. No, it's boomerang. Mm -hmm. It's boomerang. Um, and then another thing under a hundred (laughs) dollars, gym membership, man, you gotta, you gotta get in there and, and be active and, and have time to blow some steam. So. Those are two mm-hmm. things that I value under the hundred dollar mark. That uh, if if I had to like restart and I only had the hundred bucks to to fire back up, I'd be putting it in boomerang, getting a gym membership, and grind my way back to the top. Hmm. Cool. Awesome. What's the secret to achieving personal freedom? Um, mindset. Uh, success is a mindset. One hundred percent. Um, you could be have five dollars in your pocket, but still be successful. Uh, I strongly believe it is is all in your mind, and you, what you tell yourself, the actions lead to the actions that you're going to perform, which ultimately end end up being your reality. So, um, one hundred percent your mindset towards your th- towards things, and and not thinking yeah. and and not thinking about the past. Uh, so to to go a little deeper into that. Um, how are you expect to how do you expect yourself to grow if you're thinking about how you failed last week or how you failed that test in college or how you did something that is already behind you? Your mindset is is behind. It's thinking backwards. So how are you supposed mm-hmm. to move forward as an individual and as an entrepreneur if your mindset is constantly thinking about the bad times and the 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 the, uh, the negative things? And so. Right, uh, right. Leave it the, day by day. Leave it in the past. Don't think about it. Every every day is a new opportunity to to move forward. Hmm. Wow. You know, that's one of the things that they say just to bring a little bit of sports analogy in here. You know, they always talk about uh, really good, great quarterbacks have a short memory and just being able to forget the the stupid plays that they've made and and going forward. And a lot of times also you see bad quarterbacks that are out there on the field and you're right. They they basically see ghosts out in the field, which prevents them from actually achieving like even just normal success. And they're just like so cautious with 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 the game that they it prevents them totally from doing anything. So yeah, it's yeah, that's true across the board when when it comes to success. I think so. If you want to add just a, a little bit uh, on there as well, um, being able to visualize where you're wanting to go, like being crystal mm-hmm. clear on it. Like I know what my my dream home in the next three years is going to look like. I know what color the Lamborghini Huracan I'm going to buy is. I know what color stitching is on the interior. I know, you know, I was able to buy my dream watch last a uh, couple months ago. Like I knew exactly what I wanted. Like I know what I want out of life and I know that I will have it. That's the thing. I have zero doubts. Right. Mm. And so that can be related outside of materialistic objects as well. Being debt free, being financially free, being anything. If you can visualize it, take massive action and apply your mindset to it, you can achieve it. That's why America is so great. (laughs) I love it. 
Well, Devin, thanks again for spending some time with us today, man. People can find out more about what you do by using actually our affiliate link, uh, democonnected.com slash AOL podcast. If you guys want to check out the platform, uh, where can people find you on the socials if they're so inclined to do that as well? Uh, for business, it's just under, uh, connected underscore org, uh, O-R-G, and that's going to be Instagram. And then uh, myself on, on Instagram is just Devin underscore Johnson three. Uh, that's myself. Of course, on LinkedIn, just Devin Johnson. Find the one that says lead flow is king. And uh, that that's me. Awesome. Again, yeah, I appreciate it. So there you have it. Love how Devin organically became an entrepreneur through old school means. Through the lessons that he's he's had and learned in his life, it's easy to understand how he came up with you know, such a simple yet effective tool like Connected. You know, he's built his, his career naturally based on what was needed in his business life and Connected reflects just that. And it's a tool I think many of us need because we know we want to leverage LinkedIn, but so many of us feel like we don't have the time to work it like we'd like to. And some of the show note extras, I've selected a few videos from Connected YouTube channel so you can get a more up to uh, speed about the platform itself. And in the first two videos, CMO of Connected, Elliot Drake, shows the process of using the platform. It's about, uh, I'd say an hour's worth or so of training between the two videos. And then in the second two videos, I have a couple of reviews. And the first one is of Andy Mork, who, who owns a, a video marketing company. And he shares how he's been able to use LinkedIn to generate 60,000 bucks in three months. And then after that, I have a case study by Zach Hesterberg, who helps companies with Facebook ads. And just like me, you know, Zach likes the idea of the platform because it's ease of use and the results he's been able to receive in a short amount of time. So check those out in the show notes if you're interested in hopping on board with Connected. Again, you can find the show notes over at newinceptions.com slash 171. So that's it for this session. Remember, since you're listening to the show, you can get a special demo of the software by going to democonnected.com slash AOL podcast. But that's it for this session. Thank you again for spending a little bit of time with us today. As always, we appreciate you guys joining in. And until next session, dig in, have fun, and take care in whatever you're creating. And we'll see you back here next time. Thanks for listening to the Angles of Latitude podcast. Connect with us at home, at work, or on the go at facebook.com slash newinceptions, on Twitter at newinceptions, Instagram at new.inceptions, and on the web at newinceptions.com.